You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I know what you were doing by trying to keep me in the waiting room. You were trying to silence me. I'm being canceled. This is how cancel culture works, yeah. I'll fight back. I will break out of free speech jail. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that might have been offensive. I'm sorry if that... Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A, I don't know, successful version of the Touchline Media Group because, um, you know, best international team in the world. Who says no? I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. I'm here with my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, aka The Stump. This episode is brought to you by uh, Smith Workforce Management Group for all of your business law needs, as well as whoever uh, Blue Wire decided to put in, uh, they've been doing a, uh, like a, like a pickup artist podcast. Yeah, that's recently, weird. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like I thought we, I thought we all decided that was something that we were going to ignore from the early two thousands as being super weird, but they brought it back. So uh, shout out to Blue Wire. We are here with a panel, Panopoly, Pangella. Yeah. What? I don't know. Uh, of, Panic- of, panel Corpio. Panic- yeah. Uh, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say cornucopia with panel Are in there and these words? my English isn't working so good. Uh, Panopolis would mean uh, all of the cities uh, of uh, soccer experts because it's soccer. Because when we win games, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, we have uh, our, our friend from the Pacific Northwest slash the Rockies slash Cascadia slash wherever he happens to be at current juncture. I don't really know. Kev, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. That was a that was a fun game that exceeded expectations. Yeah, and we are also here with the implied legitimacy of the entire podcast, Halfspaces.com's very own uh, Ben. Ben, how are you? How are you? 
I'm doing well. That was fun. We should play open games more often. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I, I, I agree. Uh, I think that the entirety of the concept of playing games where the other team doesn't want to just sit back and make us try to do stuff is cool. Um, when like, like, it's funny because when you're the team who's bunkering, it's a lot of fun. When the other team's bunkering, not so much. Not so much fun. No, not no, no. so much fun. Zero fun. Uh, not that so, we were bunkering tonight, but no, no. Um, but I, I, I feel like a lot of things happen. Like for a friendly that I, 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 I will admit coming into this game, I was a little bit concerned that the intensity wasn't going to be there. But the fact that uh, the state of Ohio did what the state of Ohio does, which is disappoint all of us consistently, uh, it was like 40% Moroccan fans based on what Twitter was talking about. So like, I think like the intensity was ratcheted up in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. It it was uh, probably more split crowd. I don't think that like, you know, conventional soccer Twitter knows like, Oh, you know, U.S. soccer does the things they do for like ticketing Mexico games because you're worried about crowd composition. I don't think that anyone anticipated the Morocco fans to show up like they did, but um, they were certainly there. I mean, how often do they get to see their national team play on this side of the world? I mean, right. you would travel from a ways around to to see that. Yeah, that not seemingly not, anywhere not. in North America. Uh, although i will say that uh according to uh i guess Stu holden i don't really know who was on the call uh first win by a Concacaf nation over morocco so and apparently our first win or zero and three against them before one and three there you go um so so let's uh let's do the thing that we normally do which is we go through uh go through the lineup talk about people and then you know sort of go through the game itself um does anybody want to do this or, or am I going to run through this quickly? Let's do it. All right. Have at it. Okay. In in goal was a uh, starting goalkeeper forever. I, I swear this needs to stop being a discussion. Matt Turner in goal, doing stuff, being successful. No, no, no. Taylor Foman told me that uh, Sean Johnson might be the hot hand come November, so he might get the start. <laughs> I swear. I, I swear if that happens. Like, look, I, I have nothing against Sean Johnson. Um Matt Turner needs to be in goal for the rest of the games here, unless Ethan Horvath uh, gets one. But like, I, I, I don't hey, could know. you imagine being like, let's play the hot hand, Sean Johnson? Sean Johnson. Did, did Christian Pulisic just call out the American fan for not showing up at the game tonight? Wait, yeah. what happened? Amazing. <laughs> I'm not super happy with the amount of Americans here. Quote Christian oh, Pulisic. <laughs> Way to go, my captain. Calling out the state of Ohio as a Pennsylvania native. I love it. Yeah, that's, it. that's got a little bit of extra uh, juice behind it. Um, that's awesome. That uh, uh, Do we think that Christian is a Penn State fan? I mean, I don't know. I assume so. I assume if you grow up in Pennsylvania, you're a Penn State fan. How close is Hershey to Pitt? No, Hershey's okay. on the other side of Happy Valley. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess he could be like a Temple fan, but he's a Temple fan. <laughs> Those exist. Basketball, maybe. Uh, no, but if he, if he cares about basketball, he's a, he's a Villanova fan for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Anyways, uh, Matt Turner is our keeper uh, and Christian Pulisic is our captain. Um, I, I, I love it. Okay. Uh, so, and the back line was a little bit confusing to me. Um, 
for what what are seemingly obvious reasons. Uh, do, do you guys want to have some center back discourse? I, I open every freaking episode of this by saying I don't want to talk about center backs, but I think we're going to talk about center backs. You guys want to talk about some yeah, center I mean, backs? Kinda, you kind of have to. I mean, what long looked rusty. Zimmerman honestly was he at this point he is the only center back I have confidence in that we can <laughs> run out there. Everybody yeah. else is some sort of, some version of a question mark. I, I I will say this, like, I thought Zimmerman played well, like, not just fine. Like, normally with Zimmerman, I, I find myself being like, yeah, he was tall and got to headers, and that's more or hey, less. He's the one who dropped that dime over the yep. top to Pulisic. Well, <laughs> and uh, not to not to be a heightist, but um, he, definitely yeah. gets that, he definitely gets to that ball that got over Carter Vickers' head. Yeah, Carter yeah. Vickers. Wow. Wow. My people, my people have been maligned in Hey, you know, he made the classic outfielders mistake. His first step was, was, was forward and not back. And uh, he paid for that. And I mean, it's his first game. He played, you know, 45 minutes. You get him like, I I didn't think he was bad. That was the only thing I noticed on the first viewing, but I mean, I hope Chris Richards get, you know, gets healthy, gets to, gets a premier league move and makes this, uh, you know, you know, a a moot, a moot points. But um, for now, I don't know. Are those the rumors for Chris Richards that he's going to the Premier League? Crystal Palace, apparently. um, Crystal, yeah, Crystal Palace is after him, but who knows? Uh, Also known as the the actual version of AFC Richmond, Uh, apparently, (laughs) apparently in uh, Ted Lasso. There, that's that's who Richmond is supposed to be. Well, it's Um, their stadium, right? Yeah. Uh, So I I actually I actually thought Carter Vickers was good. Um, I mean, obviously, like that that ball was a little bit disappointing that, that, that he, he made that mistake. But what I liked about him that, that I haven't necessarily seen from others in the pool. Um, he was cool back there, right? Like, like, like he didn't have his hair on fire. He didn't, he wasn't constantly like scrambling for something. And he also, he also, when he's running, he looks like a bouncer, like trying to get back for a fight. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, I, when I get there, I'm going to mess some people up. Like I, 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 eventually I, I'm arriving with violence. Um, but I, like, I, I like that about him. Like, like, like the, the passes he made weren't jittery, right? Like the ball came to his feet and it's, it's like, he knew where he was going with it. Right. He um, wasn't adventurous with it, but he was calm with it at least. Yeah. And I, I like that. I, I, I find that to be a, a, something that I value. Uh, Aaron Long didn't look good. Uh, and I, I like, I, uh, I'm not the Euro snob here. And I, I like Aaron Long conceptually. Um, I like the idea of having someone who's fast and athletic uh, back yeah. there, but he didn't look fast and athletic. And he was, I mean, he was out of position on at least two. I, I think Morocco had what, like four or five serious attempts on goal. Um, and, and he was out of position on two or three of them. That, that, that yeah, first I, remember, one, I remember he got turned once for sure. He had a pretty good battle going with that forward. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, like the narrative right now, I don't watch Red Bull, so somebody else have to speak. But the narrative right now is that he's not playing great, so he's more in based on his history with with Greg than current form. Well, the good news is is that Greg has stated very clearly that if he knows what he has out of certain people, he won't call them into camp. So clearly, clearly that that was a valid uh, comment. Um, we just have to ignore everything Greg says about Brooks at this point. I, I think mean, you can just ignore yeah. everything Greg says. Period. Uh, oh we're talking about Burhalter. oh oh yeah. oh oh thanks. Uh, not max <laughs> <laughs> um but 
but yeah, I, I, I will say this. I hope against Uruguay, we, we roll out with, um, with Zimmerman and, and Carter Vickers or Zimmerman and Palmer Brown. Um, but whoever we roll out there with is going to have um, a time. Yeah. So yeah, the quality only goes up from here. Although, and, and we'll talk about sort of like big picture stuff in a second, but like, even with our like long being an adventure and Carter Vickers making a mistake or two, um, sort of a dominant performance there. The X, XG I just saw came out. It was actually pretty close. Um, Morocco attempted 22 shots. So it kind of turns in one of those things where you're just like, if you just keep rifling the ball on at the, at the goal, like you're, you'll, you know, you're going to nickel and dime your way to XG. But I thought in the first half, they, we call that the Arteta. <laughs> I mean, the USA, they, they had like more probably like way as opportunity was not a clear opportunity. Morocco had, had attempts on goal, just like that. The difference was way a, pounded it on frame with a knuckle and Morocco, you know, so, kicked it that, over the That goal. was a soft goal, right? Yeah, that was I mean, soft. I know, it, I know it moved, but... That, that, that's that's a, a goal you stop if you're a professional, like a, 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 a high-level professional do, keeper, do which you, he's supposed to be. Do you catch that or do you punch it? Does it you spill? Punch I, it. I feel like no matter that. what that spills somewhere, that's either a corner or it's or it's dumped out in, in your own 18. Yeah, yeah um, but a corner is still not a goal. Sure. Sure. Uh, so, so the the Paul Carr XG, which is uh, as as longtime listeners of the pod know, we around this time in recording <laughs> look up the Paul Carr XG and get derailed from what we were talking about. Um, two point one to two point oh seven. Hmm. Um. So, and, and but, but I, I will say this. I will say this. I think that America could have very easily scored five in that game, and I don't see how Morocco scores three. Yeah, um, it, I think a lot of their XG. I'd be interested to see the the, the graph. I feel like the last thirty minutes, well, the game kind of devolved, and they. How much XG is a penalty worth? Point seven nine. Yeah, so each, okay. each team had a had a a point seven nine. So you can yeah. basically <laughs> net those off. Honestly, you should just subtract point eight for uh, Morocco's right. there. Right, right. that uh, so when Pulisic that's a good that point. Play, actually, I didn't think when, about it like that. When Pulisic drew that penalty. Like they were all over that ref, and that ref was rattled from that point forward. He was yep. he gave a soft yellow, like he was just looking to get them off his back. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. So so, but but what I'm interested in, I would love to see the shot by shot XG. But like both Haji and Ferreira had one on ones with the keeper that could have been, should have been goals. And like I I you know we'll we'll get there when we get up there. But like um. I, I don't I don't know I I think that I think that XG this this Paul Carr XG which we deeply believe in on this podcast even though he doesn't know who we are he might know who Ben is I don't know I don't <laughs> think he knows who I am um but we'll always be surprised when people know who we are yeah that's... wink 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 <laughs> um so John Muller had kind of a funny tweet about uh Jesus for I say he's He's testing how much uh, Burhalter believes in XG. It's, it, he puts like, up a ton of XG without ever actually scoring. We're basically in the like the first half of the movie, movie Moneyball right now. I was going to say we're just moneyballing. <laughs> that was all. That was all World Cup qualifying. Was us just like all this possession, all like in none of these goals, and then it's all just in in Qatar. It's just all going to break up. We're it's about just, to. We're gonna because, he has, because he has a hot girlfriend. 
<laughs> no confidence issues. No confidence issues. Um. So so yeah. So 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 I, I thought the center backs. Like I, I think that we've we've sort of gone through that. Um. I don't need to see Aaron Long again. Like I I, I think that he's lost a step. I don't think that he's positionally like consistent enough to make up for the fact that he's no longer a plus athlete. I, you know, and, and look, like I've, I've been on this podcast being pro Aaron long before, but we we've now seen uh, what six months since, since he came back from his injury, three months, four months. Right. And he hasn't been good. And and look like it's no, ins- we, we talked about it with Jordan Morris too. It is no insult to say that a guy who's injured is still recovering from an injury. But dude is still recovering from an injury. And well, it's kind of the opposite of what you said about CCV. CCV wasn't like amazing passing, but he was calm with it. Yeah. Whereas Long, I don't know, you just kind of felt felt anxious yeah. when he had the ball. Yeah. And and then look, like I, that's very like vibesy, but like it's also true. Um, it settles. It settles your team though. If you have a guy like I don't know, attitude matters, and like it, this team's playing as a unit, like. If you have a guy playing out the back who's all over the place and seems uncomfortable, I don't know, gives the, the next guy to receive the ball like a little bit of extra jitter that maybe didn't need. Right. Well, and and Turner, I thought was obviously was you know very good saving the ball, but uh, his distribution was rough. I mean, were... he was just punt like it's one thing to punt it up to the center circle and like get into a 50-50. He was just kicking it to the other goalie yeah. like several times. I think he calmed down towards the end, but. It he wasn't had, great. He had one or two that I remember early in the game where it was like very clear. It was like an intentional thing where he was trying not to play it sideways or deep. He was trying to play it to, I guess it was Adams uh, or Musa in, in the center. Um, but he did it two or three times. And then the third time it like didn't go the way he wanted. Like Adams had no room to turn on it. And then he stopped doing it. So, you know, um, so let's talk about the fullback. Although I guess like, still with the center backs, because let's be honest about what position uh, Reggie Cannon was playing tonight. Uh, did, did he cross the 50? So no, I'm, he, I'm interested because, sorry, Kevin, you want to go? No, 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 you please. All right. We seemed very left-handed tonight. And I think that's for a couple of reasons. One, I think they wanted to try to keep Hakimi back because there was gonna, obviously going to be space there, but also Jedi is just a, a better attacker than Cannon. I'm curious to see what that looks like with dust though. Cause you know, he ain't staying back. No. So it's uh, I don't know if that can be a permanent tactic going forward. going forward. There's a reason why Reggie Cannon is a hybrid right center back and uh, Robinson plays as a, as a hybrid wing back. Like that, that's, those are their strengths and it's, it's where they're most comfortable. So I Cannon was what I expected. Um, I thought he, I thought he played great to be honest. Like I I'm a really big Reggie Cannon fan. Like I, I really like him. I love Reggie. Um, I like just, him. yeah. Like, like both like as like a, as a person, he seems like a really like smart and thoughtful and cool dude. And like, yeah. as a player, like I, I, I like, like homeless man's Kyle Walker is like a really, really cool thing to have. And like, that's what I think he is. Um, We've got between him and Yedlin, they're both kind of like, they're just like steady if they have to come in to kill off a game or you're rotating, like you, you kind of know what you're getting with them. He's, he's a professional. Yeah. He doesn't have like the flash or flare, but he's, I think matured into like 
there's players on this team that are still not finished products. And some of it is because although they may have surpassed Reggie and skill relative to their peers elsewhere in the world, their ceilings are so high, but like Reggie is like a mature <laughs> finished product yet. Right. And well, was that I couldn't quite catch that. <laughs> it, it's nice to sometimes have someone who's just like, confident like they know what they do they do it well and they're like they're gonna do a professional they'll give you a professional shift and that's and that's what he does and that's what he did tonight and like he got like a soft yellow which fine um but but like i thought like what he did what he did was actually it was interesting um what adams normally does right like just like sort of like cutting off transition like making sure that like we don't get caught out in bad spots it felt like Cannon was almost doing that in front of the back line. Like he was like inverting a little bit, like taking that step up when they lost the ball in front of him. Um, obviously he was playing as part of a, the, like a three back platform um, in, in possession. So I, I really liked Reggie Cannon tonight. I don't. What did you guys think of Jedi? Cause I honestly, I kind of thought for a while there, him and Hakimi were kind of having a pissing match. Yeah. Like, and Jedi didn't, lose that bad which seems like a good sign yeah so so i i remember thinking to myself like jedi really really wants to see himself as a premier league fullback and hakimi is one of if not the best i mean he's not the best but he's 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 an elite right back um on on the world stage and i think i think jedi was like nah screw this like i'm as good as you and he's not but like certainly certainly hung right i I, I tweeted this out earlier. Uh, you guys know that scene in uh, Happy Gilmore where a shooter's getting mad and they, <laughs> that's just the whole movie, but <laughs> where he's I mean, I like, know the whole movie well, yes. Right? <laughs> where he goes, damn you people, get back to your shanties. Yes. Well, I kind of feel like that's how like Hakimi felt tonight. He's playing with this like <laughs> subpar team that made him take an Uber to the game and he shows up to the game. He's getting his ass kicked by the U.S. We'll call the U.S. Happy Gilmore in this instance. Perfect, <laughs> yeah. Just, 60 minutes in, he's just like, you know what? F this. I, I'm taking a penalty and I'm getting off the field. Yep. I, I, like, yeah, I, I think that that's very fair. I thought Jedi was good. Um, unfortunately for the posture of this podcast, uh, I did not think Joe Scally was very good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say this. I was ready to um, have a lot of jokes about him getting dusted by Hakimi. But he recovered. Like, like it was the most American thing ever. It was just like, oh, I have, I have gotten out skilled here very badly, but I am going to work real, real hard to make that okay. It was actually funny because you could tell at a, at a point you saw, oh no, I'm beat. I need to pull him down. And he and couldn't like, get it. Really reaches, and he's not fast enough to catch yeah. up to the point to even pull him down. So fortunately, he's like the guy slowed down to make a move, and he was able to get him. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a funny moment. And 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 Scally like we're not docking him for the penalty because it wasn't a penalty. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. But like, but he still didn't look good. Like, like his crosses <laughs> didn't get through. Um, he, he was uh, the center forward ish position during Pulisic's penalty. I, I don't really know why I, I appreciate him getting forward, but uh, he was very out of position there. If you were playing FIFA uh, career mode, you, you would be losing points at that. Well, point. I mean, do you want him there? Or do you want Bello? Because I think that was about a Bellow level. Oh, no, no, that was that was Bellow. No, no, Be- Bellow, like, maybe gives me a little more happiness defensively and a little more sadness offensively, and it's about the same. Yeah, that's how we like to, you know, grade everybody out. It's no longer Ben's grades. It's 
Uh, plus or minus to Ace's happiness. X, X joy. Does this bring me joy? <laughs> uh, no, we can't. We can't start Marie Kondoing this because that's when Ace <laughs> just starts tossing players. Out. We're, we're gonna have like two. It's gonna be Owen out of Sowie and like a bunch it of sparks joy. The what Cup. do you want? Yeah, exactly. Dude, Owen out of Sowie sparks joy. Paul Ariola does not spark joy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just get rid of the phrase "sparks joy" forever? Uh yes, yes, we can. Uh, uh, inspires I'll have to bring happiness. Up with the wordsmiths. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about the midfield. Um, which, as a unit here, um, I, I'm 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 not going to include Aronson in this discussion because he didn't play as a midfielder. Like I understand that he did, but like, dude, dude was playing as a ten. And, yeah. and, and like, I think, I think that like, just sort of needs to be like, we can talk about what they call him. Oh, just needs to be made official. Like, listen, you guys keep, you guys keep doing this and you keep telling us you're not doing it, but you're very clearly doing it. Well, like it was like a, like a, a inconceivable, right? Like the number eight, you, you, you keep using this number and I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> um, but in terms of Musa and, uh, and Adams, um, Adams played like Tyler Adams. Does anybody have any additional commentary? No, I feel like he was better on the ball than he has been recently. He played at least one or two passes that stuck out in my mind. Okay. So that was encouraging. He didn't get stuck on the ball at all that I could remember. He did. I think he had at least one or two passes that got picked, but whatever. That he, he got turned a few times. Whoever number four was for, uh, for Morocco. Was that the guy that they said is thirty pounds overweight? Yeah, I, yeah, he was. He was. He was. He looked like a a solid dude. So it was one of those things where, yeah, it was like in tight spaces, and he just put his ball between the body. And like Adams is not big. He, it's interesting for for being a guy who's supposed to be you know this big like ball winning wrecker of a of a six. He doesn't look. He's not a very big guy. Like you think at this point, like Red Bull, someone would have like got him in the weight room. Um, or in the pharmacy, let's be honest. Sure, sure. How do you do it? He needed to. He needed his, to game be, is, his game is burst in quickness, though. Like, I, yeah, yeah, but you sometimes wanna, you, you gotta go trunks him. Like, like I know that, that that we talk about Dragon Ball Z occasionally on this podcast, so I'm allowed to do this. Yep, but like, totally understand where you're going with this. You you can't like bulk up too hard here. Uh, the answer is uh, so. Adama Traore says you're wrong, but <laughs> no, and, this is America. Hulk. There is no, a, just send him to Bayern for six this months. Country. Yes, there's an athlete in this country who wouldn't be better with 20 pounds of muscle on him. America, we can no, no. we know how to keep the speed while we put on the mass. Yeah, it's like I'll, I'll, all what, gas, what, what, no brakes, 84 miles an hour, slamming Bud Lights on the way but, to your girlfriend's house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback. That's right. Yeah, good job. Yeah, to, win no, to win nobody listened to us this is gonna be great that, now we're gonna go back to the old like catalog. three people that got that joke. yeah that, that, was, that was way back <laughs> it, was after, it was after that podcast i was like i need to like tone it down a little bit uh no all gas no brakes <laughs> slamming bud lights on the way to your girlfriend's house i think it was bush lights but whatever it doesn't matter i actually think it was bush lights I <laughs> that. sure um so uh, that was sophia and M- barrett i'm M- robot uh who plays at fiorentina the he was four. good yeah he was good um, Morocco overall was very classy. I thought. I think I had that, to actually look up how much a stone was because, like, somebody was like, his manager said he needed to lose two stone. I'm like, how much is a stone? Turns out it's 14 pounds. <laughs> his manager wanted him to lose 28 pounds. Why can't Why can't we just use base 10? We've been using base 10 as as a counting and numbering system for a very long time as humans. Um, Former no, no, no. science teacher here. I'm all in favor. <laughs> I mean, just base 10. It's fine. Um, 
Is there a culture that doesn't use base 10? <laughs> us and us. <laughs> well, no, England there's no like half does it. Yeah. All right, there's perfect. another, there's like one small tiny country that also doesn't. It's like Mongolia or something, isn't it? Something. I forget. I've looked it up. Anyways, Yunus uh, <laughs> uh, Musa, Yunus Musa, um, I thought, I, I, I thought he played really well. Him and Christian need to figure it out a little bit. Um, but like Musa had a couple of moments. I, I want to say like at like the 28th minute or something. I remember looking at, uh, wanting to like remember this and then I forgot to write it down. But he like turned had had a had had a moment and just like bursted forward and like dribbled five times and did that Musa thing that he does and then laid it off to Christian who did the Christian thing where he didn't do anything with the ball so Musa is already pretty good yeah. but every once in a while he just does something and you're like if that guy can put it together. It's going to be insane. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. He like, he just decides, all right, I'm going to go past you. And the other person is like, well, I can't do anything about that. And then <laughs> he just keeps running and nobody can catch him. It's yeah. insane. And then he hangs onto the ball too long and loses it. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll work on that next year. Or <laughs> he, he can like lay it off or slip. Like, I think there was at least one of those where I think I saw Ferreira. He could have slipped it to Ferreira, but yeah. he didn't see him or something. But like, there's just... I feel like I'm an NFL draft guy. It's like, there's so many tools there. Like you just need the to length, get it out of him. The length is elite. <laughs> yeah. Great hand size. <laughs> uh, wingspan, wingspan, wingspan. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, but like the thing with him is that like, you look at him as a player and you look at his talent and his tools and all I want, like really all I want is for him to either force Valencia to play him as a center mid or move to somewhere where that will play him as a center mid. Because like, he needs these reps where he's like in, in, in tight spaces. And like a couple of times he'll just burst out of it, but like, he needs to get, get, get like, have that be second nature. Um, there's, a, there's a good chance. I mean, all right. It was a friendly in the U S against Morocco, but they're, they're not slouches. Like, I don't think that they're that far off of a lot of the quality. We'll see if he does anything like he normally does in the world cup, either Valencia's going to play him as a center mid or they will quickly find a suitor who will pay them a decent sum of money for is he 19 still yeah to be a center mid elsewhere in the world so by by january, by january. 23 he will be starting as an eight somewhere in the world and if i recall correctly valencia is kind of uh broke so if they suddenly like realized hey we can get 50 million for this dude well there uh there were rumors that they um they might have a new owner soon ah a guy who may have gotten $3.2 billion last week. Oh, that's the yeah. team that uh, Abramovich. Abramovich is supposed to buy, Abramovich right? is thinking yep. about buying Valencia. Uh, I am really hoping that he decides, you know, screw this. I'm going to go back to my country where I uh, live and, he, and, and turn Maccabi Tel Aviv into PSG. Um, I'm hoping yes, for that. That's what's that's what's going to happen. Definitely, Newcastle <laughs> United. Newcastle United is definitely not going to outbid everybody for any player they could possibly want, just on principle. Who cares? Uh, they lose it. like they lose like PSG. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, um, so that's what, what I, that's what this world needs. A PSG. Which one do you want him to turn around? Uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv. 
That's what, okay. Maccabi Tel Aviv PSG Champions League rivalry for the next decade. That's what everybody's been asking. For. Yeah, I, I think I think a team based in Israel and a team owned by Qatar meeting in a Champions League title would have a lot of fans in UEFA. Let me tell you, <laughs> I think there'd be nobody allowed to go to that game. That game, that game would take place. It's like like let's say that that like that was one like that was like supposed to be in like I don't know uh, Wembley. They'd just be like, we're not having fans. We're not going to do it. We it's it's cool. We're just gonna we're gonna COVID this. It's behind closed doors. It's fine. They're gonna play it in like Bismarck, North Dakota. <laughs> no, like it's, it's gonna be in Wrexham <laughs> FC. It's gonna be Wrexham <laughs> FC. Like, how many fans can your stadium hold? Twelve. Good. We're doing it there. Great. There's only eight flights a day in and out of Bismarck <laughs> and Minot, North Dakota. So you just play the game there, and it's just just through a sheer logistical nightmare. You know, I'm not you avoid sure problems. if he doesn't Wait. know that as a fact. UEFA <laughs> is. Yeah, he that might actually be true, but UEFA does love logistical logistical nightmares. I mean, we did learn that. So true. Um, also but, involving guitar. Oh. oh. Uh. Anyways. Uh. So. Um. I. I. You know. I. I. I don't even have a good transition, but it's oh, time for a again. sponsor. But no, you're happy because your sponsor makes you want to buy things. And when you want to buy things, you're in a good mood. Thank you, sponsors. Um, I don't know. It's been Shopify recently. So uh, I guess maybe thanks, Shopify. Uh, Wu Tungsten, they, they do that over and over. It was awkward when there's no sponsor. And we're like, oh, we're bad. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. There's, see, now you've jinxed it because now this episode is not going to have one. Now, like, we're going to have like a five minute discussion about this. Um, let's talk about Brendan Aronson because, um, he was good and I don't remember him being this good. Um, so and I, I think they, they switched up his role a little bit. Cause I think before they, when they w- put him in midfield, they tried to run like the usual four, three, three with him as one of the eights. And I think they tried to take some of that work off his plate, which worked. And also like, he always gets his foot in there. He all like, he's probably our best presser which is why he fits in so well with all the, the leads, Red Bulls of the world. But also, like, he didn't get knocked over too bad tonight. I mean, it, it was encouraging. He was uh, – and I love how much he tries to fit it in there. Remember, like, uh, I don't know, like Brett Favre back in the day, he's like, I thought I could fit it in there, and he'd throw three picks. Like, that's that's Brennan Aronson. Like, I th- – <laughs> Okay, maybe that person that person exists in the NFL today. His name is Matt Corral, and he's going to do it again. All right, well, whatever. He's, he's going to fit it in, and you know, like he's going to see the hole, and he's just going to, you know, it might not know. fit. I didn't no. say he's going to take a picture of it and send it to you. Look, Jesus. Uh, I mean, that would be the Brett Favre move. But uh, wait, hold on. Can we talk? Can we? Yeah. So Brennan, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. can we talk about Matt Ryan? Can we talk about Matt Ryan? Kevin. <sighs> Go. <laughs> so a lot of my memory of, of Aronson playing centrally is uh, whatever qualifying game he did it in. And I think it was one of the road games. I mean, it was at Panama and he played as an eight. And it, it was kind of a disaster. He looked very uncomfortable. He was also collecting the ball, I think, a lot deeper than he's used to. Contrast that to, all right, I have not watched a lot of Salzburg. There's like a weird like streaming service that sometimes plays all of their the games. Fans. For the fans, yeah. And, like, I'll try to catch it, but, like, it's not – I'm not watching all those games. But I did watch the the good Salzburg-Bayern game, and he was, like, electric and created a ton. He was more of that version than the at-Panama version tonight. He looked like a guy who um, who could like be a 30 mi- – Yeah, he looked like an adult. He looked like he could be a $30 million player to the Premier League. Well, and they let him do what he likes to do. Get the ball, go, try to fit it into a little window. 
And yeah. like, I feel like before his job was more like, get it, recycle it. Right. It was a very legit ask. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to just go. Yeah. I, I, and I, I like, that's sort of the theme. We'll talk about that sort of like major takeaways, but like I'll, I, this game felt way more like go, 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 go. than our normal setup. Like it was just like, when you can take off, go. And, and I, I think it's because it was there. Yeah. Well, I think that's the whole like CONCACAF world cup dichotomy. Yes. Like, the U.S. against Concacaf is a, a very, drag. very different thing than a bunch of teams that think they can take us. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, like the team that I'm like, if if we can, if we have wide open games, like it's like, it, it reminds me sort of like, um, like the way that it's like the reverse of how Big Ten teams look in the Big Ten versus how they look against everybody else. Like you set up like because we are not actually set up to play Concacaf ball, we look like crap in Concacaf. But like when we get out of CONCACAF, we're going to look good because we're set up to play this like chaotic, pinging the ball around, like go, 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 direct. And Luca Della Torre, who's the other guy in the midfield, we, we didn't talk about the uh, subs yet, but Della Torre like just like wants to go straight. And like, oh yeah, there's, Dude, there's, got, there's a lot of gas too, man. Yeah. He's quicker than I realized. I, yeah. I, on, on that one, like he had, he had one like really nice carry. I thought his first touch, I was like, oh, that was a shitty first touch. And then he got there. And I was like, that, I didn't expect that to happen. He has the composure too at the end of his runs to like stand on the ball and find someone. That's where, mm-hmm. where like Musa lacks. Musa has like other attributes and he's, I think, better in 50-50s. Um, but De La Torre is good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm super comfortable with him as, as the, third, the third eight. Um, I, think, I think at this point, the answer to who is the third, or well, the fourth eight is just whoever. Aronson, yeah, Reyna. Aronson, Reyna. I'll figure out. Um, but I, so so Wes Wes did get a cameo. He was there. Whatever. Yeah, he was there. He didn't get hurt. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So damn it. Um. <clears throat> so we we got to see the uh, the uh, Pulisic Ferreira um, Wea front three. And um, I, 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 we need to talk about Pulisic's first touch um, because he ran a beautiful, beautiful slant and go, um, located the ball, brought it in. It was, it was phenomenal. And like, that's, that's your five, five, six uh, slot receiver going up and, 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 and running that, that slot or that, uh, that, uh, that slant and go. It's not easy, not easy, but he like that, that's, there are moments with Christian and we watch so much of him. And like, we see all like when he's annoyingly bad, it's really obvious um, because he's, he's such a, like a loud player for us, but like every now and then he'll do stuff where you're just like, Oh, right. He's the best American soccer player ever. Um, and, and like, that's one of those moments. Like, I don't know that we, and, and I'm including Donovan, I'm including Dennis, yeah. I'm including all of them. I don't know that yeah, we've ever I sent the stat. It's the first, First one to ten goals and ten assists. First one to twenty goals and ten assists. Fastest one. Sorry. Right. And like, and and it's just like he can do things with the ball that that nobody else has ever been able to do. Yeah. You know, like like you see him get that and and like shut up, Ben. Um. <laughs> I mean, the way that the way that most teams win a World Cup is you get you get a group of players that have and you collectively just like hit ceilings with. You go 15 deep and you've got 15 guys playing at their ceilings and kudos to the coaching staff or the 
Mars was in retrograde, whatever causes it to happen. Like that's how you win world cups. You just got to get guys that are like feeling it in that moment. And Pulisic has a ceiling higher than anyone we've ever had. Sometimes his floor, it hurts because he's such a high usage player. No one's like the Mars retrograde thing. I am not into astrology, but I'm just like the, the, the juju in the room has to be right. Like you can have uh, France. Sometimes teams are just forces of nature. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, Kevin Juju is in Kansas city now. <laughs> if like, if France plays their B plus game, they still might win a world cup, but like a lot of times it takes, it takes a Croatia country like the United States. Sure. You just, yeah. you got to have your guys just hitting and ballistic stealing is, is at a spot where it's like, okay, that's one guy whose ceiling would conceivably be good enough to, maybe not win a world cup, but go a lot deeper than the U S ever has in a convincing way. And you know, what amuses me to think about, uh, you know, Gio Reyna was watching that at home and thinking I would have just volleyed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, but, but, but unfortunately for Gio, uh, Mercury was, was in the fourth star of the, the chamber, right, Kevin? Well, <laughs> I don't know anything other than Mars is in retrograde. I see this on Instagram. All right. They, no, no, you can be, you towards... can be an astrology girl. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> talked about it towards the end of the uh towards the end of the match but like getting those guys uh, all right so they're probably not all going to be healthy so we probably won't have to worry about it but getting Wea, Reina, Pulisic and Aronson all on the field I mean that's that's how you win like you get your best Did you players. also did you also read that Bill Barnwell thread or is it, are you directly quoting it by accident Oh no I was just they Taylor Oh Taylor that's almost word Word. The end of the game. Oh, oh really? so maybe that's who, why. So I mean, the question is, who's playing the false nine out of that four? Then Reina. I mean, that's if, if you trust, you read the thread. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, no. if you trust the team to play like a fluid, like attacking three with someone sitting underneath. So I I, I hate Chelsea uh, for for obvious reasons. Um, but the way that they use their attacking three, where they just sort of fluidly move, and whoever finds himself in the center is the center. Um, this is what we could do. Like we could do that. Um, so I, I, I thought Pulisic played really well today. Um, I, I, I thought that obviously, like obviously, like he had had that phenomenal touch and and layoff. Like I, I was actually shocked that he didn't go for a goal there, but he just made the right play, um, which yeah. he, he struggles with. Like I, I will say this about him. Like traditionally, he struggles with make the five, you know, make the the five yard pass that keeps the play alive. Um, but okay. he. He did that today. Traditionally, meaning in the 2018 failed cycle, he made like the right play almost no, always. No, I, I mean, since but like, that. <laughs> like, it, it's actually funny. Like, from a from a goals and assists standpoint, like if we could get like 2017 Christian Pulisic again, like that'd be spectacular. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, but he he spent he's I I think that he spent a lot of time thinking like I should have just gone for goal, and he he stopped doing it. He trusted the people around him, and I like. I don't want to say that the LeBron James of, of soccer made uh, like had his Michael Jordan, John Paxson moment, but like sort of felt like he like, just like didn't go for goal. He played the right play and it was, it was the right move. Well, there was a Chelsea match towards the end of the season. I forget which one it was, but I remember like thinking during it, he's playmaking. He's not going for goal, which felt weird. And I was wondering, I don't know if it was a, uh, he'd int- intentionally made that adjustment himself. Or if that was, uh, you know, a, a coaching thing, be like, hey, try to try to do this more. But I don't know. It, it, it worked tonight. I mean, if he plays like the number on his back, he's 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 
at his best, right? Like he's best as a, as a 10, to be honest. Um, he's more like a, a winger that can do 10 things. He's not, yeah. I don't know. Well, he's not there, strong there enough I don't, anymore, but yeah. And I don't think he's strong enough to be a true 10 because I think that he would get, he, he would die in the middle of, of the pitch uh, for 90 minutes. Um, but I also thought, so, so way, um, obviously he had the goal, um, but it's, it's funny with him um, just to talk about him for a moment. He's so good at this game. And I don't understand why he play like why he's like so in and out at Lille. Um, like he's so good at this and he like, he gets into dangerous spots and he's faster than everybody he's up against. And he's like, he's got a nose for it. I, I just. No like, one on I, the balls, no one on the team strikes the ball. Like he does. Like every time that he's plays for the U S like he, he does not need ta- a lot of this team needs like tap-ins. Yeah. Like, like Pulisic is not a guy who's going to pull up from like 25 yards and lace. Like, honestly, other than Dest, who's going to pull up and like lace one? It's way up. Uh, yeah. Okay. Also, also Legette, uh used to do that a lot. Crispin Roldan. Hey, don't you stock down on my Roldan MLS Galazos. Um, but he, he's, he just, he hits the ball super hard on frame one and a half times a start and it's either a goal a corner it's getting spilled and if he was in christian situation he's not passing that ball no no (laughs) no he is not he is going to ball and he probably scored yeah um so so the other the 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 wingers who came on um obviously we had uh we had the debut of malik I, i i heard this his name is actually not malik it's malik tillman um which um, I'm going to get nerdy for a second here. The only other time I've heard the name Malik, uh, Star Wars, Darth Malik, uh, origin of the Sith Order, Darth Malik. Tell your friends. Anyways, um, so Malik Tillman, I thought that he was just sort of like um, good. Like like you could see it, but like he, he wasn't, he's run. not ready. He had one run up the left side where he got yeah. a shot. But other than that, I don't really remember him doing much of anything. There was, there was a lot of stuff where you were like, I can see why this kid is here but i also yeah like i I don't i don't really want to see him in the world cup um but if he's if he's um you know gets a little bit bigger plays as an eight i i would really like him in the future Um, well and one thing uh if you've listened to the scuff podcast you've heard at least greg on it valeska's yet another greg in the uh, soccer world um complain about there's only one (laughs) complain about uh berhalter not trying out enough eights Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is he doesn't think there are any that are very good. <laughs> and yeah. he's just saying, well, maybe this kid will be good in a, you know, in six months to a year. So honestly, I don't hate it. <laughs> Why not? See what he's got. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I want to see him as an eight though. Right. Like he, he was playing as a winger. I want to see him in the center. Um, so much of this like desperation for him to keep trying out new players, like really like our win healthy, we're f- we're through our subs with who we know we're going to use for this World Cup. It's just I think people are so desperate to find reasons to exclude like lifetime MLSers that they don't like that they're like, oh, why aren't they? Why aren't they trying out X, Y, and Z? It's like, well, maybe Greg just doesn't rate them. And like, does it really matter who you're kicking on or off the roster if they're not going to play anyways? And I think he gets like so much heat on Twitter for roster spots that don't see the field anyways, unless like a nightmare happens. And if a nightmare happens, it's not going to make a difference whether it's Christian Roldan or Taylor Booth. Like Alan Serona. Right. Right. 
Have they announced for sure there's going to be five subs at the World Cup, or are they going to go back to three at some point? I have not heard. Um, or the 26 versus 23. I think yeah. that's still for... They made it sound like tonight it was all but set at 26, but like nothing official. So if it's 26, congratulations to Christian Roldan and uh, Paul Ariola. Yeah, yeah. You, you get to take a vacation to a lovely Doha in November. November. The hotel is going to be nice, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, the accommodations are going to be elite. <laughs> this isn't going to be like some like failed like olympic village that sometimes happens it's like no oh <laughs> where are we gonna house all of these like rich and famous athletes oh, i don't know where they where they where they take holiday i yeah. think he's not gonna have to uber yeah no no um so so the the uh the center forwards we talked about this both both ferrera and um debutante haji Wright um uh had had what i thought were were, were good scoring opportunities both of them got saved it, it is what it is um, obviously Haji had, had the, uh, the penalty conversion, which, um, was cute. I think, I think our, our group chat, like had four people, different, different people say, oh, that was cute. Um, so really, I refuse to join in, uh, I knew well, what you wanted for me and I wouldn't give it to you. <laughs> well, you know, well, nope, not making that joke. Um, um, but, but so I, I actually really liked Haji, right? Like, so like Ferreira does what he does. Um, like he, he combined whatever I thought Wright was really good. And, and like, I hadn't real like, like we talked about this uh, a week ago or whatever. Um, like I haven't thought about Haji Wright in four years, um, or three years or whatever it was. Um, but like the way that he was able to hold up the ball, like I've been, I've been joking for a very long time that I'm going to want Josie because he can hold up the ball and play passes back and then run off back lines. Wright did that consistently. Um, and he's Whoa. big. And I think I'm. I think I made this joke in the group chat. He looked like a souped-up version of Jordan Pifak because yeah. Pifak can't play that much because he's he's the opposite of whoever Quick Twitch is. <laughs> like he's just he can't press. He's not he's not a Quick Twitch athlete. No. So like he can he can be an option off the bench if you need a guy to you know be in the box and win a header or whatever. But like I don't think he's a really a viable a startable guy from the beginning. Haji might be like, he's got, he's an he's got more athleticism than PFAC does. And he had a couple nice touches there. They're like, when he first came on, he had one flick that I'm like, was that on purpose? Yeah. Was I that, remember that. That was on purpose. Was, that was good. It was like, it was like to the, to like it, like the ball coming from the right side and he flicked it onto the left. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, do you know what it, it, it looked like to me? Like a, like a video game play, like the type of play that you can make in a video game because you see the whole field, but a real person can't do. Well, he got it to somebody and then it was like wide open up the left wing. Maybe it was like Aronson. I think it was Aronson at that point, but yeah, it was, it was a nice touch. And I guess you got to give him until, until you find out otherwise, you got to say he did it on purpose. Yeah. And, and I, I really liked the way that he played. He played fast. He played, he, he's big, like, I don't, and, and look, like I have watched exactly zero Turkish games um, this year. So I, I, I know well, nothing, but I'm look that. it up. He's, he's six, four, one eighty. Like that's yeah. a big dude. That's a wide yeah. receiver. Like that's, that's, that's a, a an, an NFL player. Soccer <laughs> players are always skinnier than I think. I'm like, oh, he's gotta be six, four, two Oh five. And it's like six foot one seventy. It's like, oh. <laughs> we, we can't play this game again. We got into a prolonged argument with <laughs> Twitter user over how big uh, Jordan Morris was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it lasted so, like three days. It it 
Yeah. But the point is, is that Haji Wright, <laughs> Haji Wright, uh, I like him. And, you know, like, and especially in like a, in a cycle where, um, like, I do like Jordan Pifak a lot. And, and if we have 26, I think that there's room for him. If you're chasing a game and you know that you're going to have the ball, like, I think that he's a super useful yeah. piece. The Alan um, Gordon Memorial roster spot. Yep. You're tall and you can get a header. Great. Um, and, you know, and, and I've talked about how much I love Matthew Hoppy, but like, sure. Haji Wright. Great. Um, like, if he's the guy, like, I don't have a problem with this. Like, it could be Ricardo Pepe. It could be Haji Wright. Like, the, okay. the. All right. I agree with that. It seemed like there was a little bit too much hype being put on this. I think that he's interchangeable. No, that's what in I'm the saying. the pool of like. Yeah. Okay, sure. Like, the, like, that's what I'm saying. Is that like, I, I, I have hyped up various nines. But the point is, is that you can hype up various nines. And it doesn't matter, right? Like whether it's Pepe or Pifuk or Sargent or Wright or Ferreira or... I still think there's Pepe. basically zero clarity on who's going. I think Ferreira is going. I think Ferreira is going. That, I think Ferreira looked that, good. Beyond that, nothing. Like yeah. you could bring one of one or two of those other guys and I have no idea who they're going to be. I think with an extremely direct way of Ferreira actually like compliments him better than like Wright would. Mm-hmm. Well, right, right, and right, and way of want to be in the same places. Like they want to, they want to make those those deeper runs. So, um, I don't know. I, I, if right is the guy, great. You know, if 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 not, okay. But like, as how many now, months of like of European football will there be before the break for Qatar? August, September, or October. I mean, I mean, part of well, when when is it? Three and a half in November. Probably like, like two, the two and a half months. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's enough. <laughs> Well, they're starting the season early, so they're starting. Right. They're starting the season like beginning of August, so it's That's like all of August, kind of all of September, of all of October, half of November, three and a half months. Um, so, like, if if Wright doesn't, so apparently Wright's only on loan in Turkey. Um, oh. The Premier League starts August sixth this year. Yeah, so that was early. So, so I thought I saw a rumor that someone, one of the bigger clubs in Turkey, like was go- is angling to buy him. Not the team that he was just playing for. Right, yeah, yeah, like Galatasaray or something. Yeah, yeah. So I thought yeah. Was, oh, so, wow. They, they're playing all the way through November 23rd. Or, sorry, yes. November 23rd. November 13th. So and, the, they, and the World Cup starts the 21st. So and there's like, no, there's like no camp before that. Uh, and we're, one of the, we're one of the early games, too. I think we're the first great. day. Yeah, Berhalter talked about that, how it's like going to be kind of weird where we're just going to like show up and like play well usually there's like a month training camp before it this is an this is why we have yeah this, this is why we have no we have an advantage because the mls season will not be going on so we'll have the only rested guy <laughs> of our backups yeah. will be ready to go ready to go paul ariel is time to shine baby do we do we know if kellen acosta is hurt why wasn't he dressed i don't think he's hurt uh okay that's an interesting bit of information he's got all kinds of stuff coming out on social media these days did you know he's japanese american i learned that this week i learned that this week Uh, i saw him play in a game last week uh yeah very frustrated um because uh his team is trash and la galaxy (laughs) are the only true soccer team in uh, the los angeles (laughs) county area um i don't care just produce players already la you should have like, who's the best player to come out of L.A.? Freaking Paul Ariola and Tijuana actually developed him? Uh, probably Araujo. Yeah. yeah. Mendez, I guess. 
Yeah, if he's healthy, Araujo Araujo would absolutely be our our backup right back. The LA team. should be able to produce its own friggin' national team. That's true. Um, it's, yeah, it's, he's thinking on it. Yeah, that's my fault. Get some competency um, there in LA. <laughs> um, so so like in terms of sort of like the broader like we 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 talked about sort of a lot here, but in terms of like the broader nature of this game and and what was helpful and what wasn't, um. I really liked the chaos. Like, to be honest, like the, 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 the frenetic energy, frantic, frenetic, I don't know. Um, frantic. Frantic. Um, like, I thought that the energy, the chaotic energy, like the, the, the willingness to just sort of like embrace the, the fact that the game wasn't going according to like our normal cadence was phenomenal. Um, because against England and against Wales and probably against Iran, I, I don't really know much about the Iranian national team. Like that's what it's going to be. There's, it's not going to be Honduras. It's going well, to and be. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys remember this. I watched a lot of uh, New York Red Bull uh, back when uh, Jesse Marsh was there to watch Tyler Adams. Mm-hmm. And those teams, a lot of times would jump on a team early and score a couple goals real early when they weren't used to their press. And that's what I feel like a little bit, like the U.S. did tonight. Now, the, the press didn't really end up, the turnovers didn't actually lead to the goals usually, but like you could tell for the first, whatever, 10, 15 minutes, like uh, Morocco was like, whoa, what's going on here? And they were sloppy, turning it over. So I don't know, that was, and then kind of once they figured it out, they, you know, got out on a couple jailbreaks there. But uh, I don't know, that's an, that's an interesting, an interesting dynamic. I, I, I enjoy Red Bull ball, so I'm, I'm I hoping it continues. I, I think it's it's the most American form, to be honest. It is. The, so we have a lot of just like legitimate like open field ball winners. Like if, if this was if it, if this was American football, we have a lot of guys who make who can make tackles in in, in space. They just can. So when when the game like devolves a little bit, there's a lot of guys that can just classically Americans could win the ball, but then it would be to their feet and they wouldn't know what the hell to do with it. Um, today we've got guys who can get to the ball, get it to their feet, but there's a lot more technique and talent there than there used to be. And that's the difference. The other thing too, think back to the Switzerland friendly in the run up to nations league last year, where there were jailbreaks that resulted in like Switzerland kind of paddling us. There were similar movements from Morocco where there's just big switches into tons of space, but the U.S. was still, like, together enough to not let it completely come unraveled. Rolfson's like, oh, God, well, yeah, our right back's, like, you know, way up the field or whatever. But, like, there's people still back to cover. Like, we we found our way through it, whereas a year ago, um, we really got penalized for it right i think you're exactly right this reminded me a lot of that switzerland game because i don't know if you remember like the first whatever 10 15 minutes first half we were the first half yeah yeah we were we were like breaking them down like turning them over and creating a lot of good chances just couldn't capitalize on that was the first time that i saw kind of the 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 current version of this team that can we've never had a, an American team that on home soil or even an Aztec in the midfield can like really work Mexico. And now there's issues with their player pool and aging, et cetera. But th- this is like the most like midfield dominant USA team we've ever had. And that was the first time that I was like, Holy crap. Like we can actually like get after teams. It doesn't have to be a four, four, two bunker where you just pray Dempsey does something to get like a late goal. It's like, right. we can, you know, we're not going to play Tiki Taka, but like we can regain possession and then do a little bit with it. No, yes. At the end, Switzerland figured us out, and I think it was Mbolo 
yeah. made us look stupid. But we looked less dumb tonight against a team that isn't as good as Switzerland, but is much better than most of what we play most of the time. I mean, right. look, that, that's a... Uruguay is going to be a little terrifying because they're basically the best bunker ball team in the world. So yeah, not, not exactly our <laughs> losing five nothing, and because one of their strikers likes to bite people. But other than that, not anymore. Not in years. He's given it up. Yeah, he's yeah. matured. <laughs> uh, he's he he like many uh, people who, who who get into their thirties, like they give up red meat. You know, like it's not good for your heart. So bad for um, the environment. <laughs> um, but look, like like you said, like. That wasn't a, a scrub team. That was a top 25 FIFA World Cup team. Um, and I believe they were 27th. According to FOTMOB, they're 24. Um, yeah. Well, they kept dropping the stats on the broad. Oh, they never lost a game in, in, uh, in qualifying. They hadn't lost yeah. a game by more than a goal in eight years. Like, this isn't a, like, and it's also, I, I, I have to look at the roster, but I imagine it's, they're not probably like the U.S. that where they were running a bunch of kids out there. Those are like professional adult men who play in <laughs> quality manager, leagues. If my manager is fighting with uh, Zayach this bad, he's fired you immediately. fire the manager. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, that to me is, is unconscionable. Like imagine, imagine, like imagine choosing the coach over the player when the coach has been fired from his last two jobs for getting into fights with players. He knows his brand. Like, unbelievable. It was a good win. I mean, it was a home game. It was a friendly. There's all the qualifiers to, that you can throw out. But... No, this was not a qualifier. <laughs> you, there's, there's all these reasons that it doesn't matter as much, but I, I don't know. Like, I, Morocco maybe... took that game seriously. That's all I care about. Right, like, like it wasn't it wasn't a game of stakes, but they took it seriously. Oh, for well, sure, yeah, they tried, and they got Everybody very frustrated at the end. Oh yeah, everybody has to yeah. take these seriously. You now have five games right. left to prep for the World Cup. Right. It's no screwing around at this point. The, the friendlies right. post World Cup can be you know slappy fun time where you're just trading jerseys and trying to collect checks. But no, this is like those dudes out there. I, I don't know enough about their player pool, but I imagine that there's that other than Hakimi and a few of the the chosen players there there's guys out there playing for roster spots playing for to, to cement their spot in the 11 right let's put it this way nobody on the moroccan team is looking forward to checking their social media tonight right uh i i don't know i don't know how toxic you uh morocco national team uh twitter is but i can't imagine that it will be fun um, right. i i will say can you can you imagine the, the meltdown that we would have if if our team went out and performed in, in a friendly like this um it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be. Good. Oh, we'd be right. People would be calling to fire Burhalter five five friendlies before a World Cup he just qualified for. Um, I'm surprised people aren't calling to fire Burhalter right now. It seems to be like people's favorite activity. There probably are. I, I saw somebody on Twitter like bashing the center backs. Like, dude, take a take a rest. Just you know, <sighs> it's it's fine. Mer- I, like we understand that Mars is in retrograde, but. Relax. <laughs> Um, special thank you to our uh, soccer panel. As always, you can find uh, Kevin on Reddit, but we don't know how. Please let us know. Please let us know. But you can find him on Twitter at Kev underscore Kwiatkowski. Um, he occasionally will take over the main account uh, and not tell people that he's doing it, but it's very fun. We enjoy it. Um, he also had a great, great uh, rant in the group chat that will be a... Uh, that will be posted on the Twitter as soon as we can bully Kevin into doing it. 
Um, you can find Ben. Uh, he will have grades for this game. Friday or Saturday, probably. This weekend. Uh, depending, on, depending on how much I can ignore my new job. <laughs> depending on how much he can ignore his new job, you can find uh, rankings and ratings for, for this game uh, at halfspaces.com. You can find him on Twitter at BL Herald. Um, for all of your worst astrology takes, please send those to at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. Uh, he really is interested about how Geminis feel about uh, the moon. Tell him about your crystals. <laughs> I'm forwarding every single one to Kevin. <laughs> uh, you can find me at uh, Diamonds Esquire, but I'm not usually there. Uh, I'm usually the guy behind the main account. Um, I'm not going to be on it pretty much all weekend. So if somebody's tweeting from it, it's likely not me. But that's at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, thank you to our... Oh, right. Oh, I, I always forget this part. Uh, we, are, we have a new social media incoming. Uh, the Instagram will be up and running shortly. Don't you worry about it. I have uh, one of those for a minute. <laughs> uh, I think I, I, I think, uh, I think that when I like post for my my personal uh, um, Instagram account, I think I tag the old half spaces. Um, so, uh, pl- uh, special thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in, probably Wu Tungsten. Um, and please uh, like, subscribe, share. We really appreciate your uh, reviews. Like I, I, I actually really enjoy reading them because sometimes they're unhinged and we really, really enjoy that. Um, those we, are the best ones. Those are the best ones. If you want to just like talk randomly while giving us a five star, we would really appreciate it. Um, you can talk about whatever you want. No, there, there's no like moderation for Apple reviews. Um, but uh, obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.